0: Welcome to the Capes and Tights podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderbergh, and this is my wife, Taylor Soderberg. Welcome.
1: Hello. <laughs> uh,
0: we are here to talk Thor Love and Thunder, but before we get started, Adam is going to stepping away for a while, um, just a lot of stuff going on in life and so on and so forth. So we're having some guests co-hosts over the next few episodes. So tonight we're recording because my wife, Taylor, won- likes the Thor Ragnarok movie. So I thought we'll do lo- Thor Love and Thunder. And we'll talk about that so uh she's gotten more into the mcu over the years since you met me really i mean you didn't really watch marvel before you met me
1: i think the iron man whatever
0: <laughs> um if you want we actually have our rankings uh that are pretty old because we haven't done it since we started the website but marriedintothis.com we again? has our rankings from a while ago so you can check those out um but we went and saw this in the theaters we on did july 8th we were the first people in the bangor area where we <laughs> live to see it because we were we took like half a day. Yeah, in the afternoon took a half a day and went to the movie theater as well. So that was fun. We went to margaritas afterwards and got uh, enchiladas, right?
1: And fried ice cream. Fried ice cream. Can't, for, can't forget the fried, fried ice, ice cream. cream.
0: Yeah. So um, this is the first time we're actually doing an in-person two, uh, two-person podcast in the new studio space. Uh, we've always done it via <laughs> Zoom or on the internet. So this is kind of cool having two people in here, right?
1: i like it it's all <laughs> so, better than our couch <laughs> exactly
0: right and last time we did one, we actually did it from across the like we did it in two different rooms remember that
1: we did yeah we it was a while it, ago it was a
0: while ago but uh thor love and thunder came out july 8th i believe yeah 2022 it was directed and re- co-written by Tech Waititi along with co-writer jennifer katon robinson i guess it was made for two hundred and fifty million dollars, and it has brought in seven hundred and fifty-six million dollars so far, as of the recording and release of this podcast in the middle of this, uh, September. It is now on Disney Plus. So if anybody has a Disney Plus subscription services, go watch that. It is a sixty-five percent uh, uh, critic rating and seventy-seven percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's
1: it's higher than I thought it was. It,
0: so the funny thing is, is it's I have written on my notes here, okay. Uh, it's definitely not the best Thor movie by far but it's also not the worst in my opinion and according to the critics rating on uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes it is a 65% which is puts it the one percent less or one so 66% for a dark world
1: mm, I think it's so it's the, slightly the, better the
0: dark world is so bad and that's the thing so the dark world is so far down towards the bottom of my list that this it's a different bad though it has so much more going on in this movie than that movie has I feel like there's it was like
1: it's opposite direction well
0: drama related and then a bad like a not great movie this had at least had some comedy and it made you laugh and there were some storylines and the dark world had some comic book themes but this to me had like with gore the god butcher and all that stuff Ooh. has comic book themes so as my wife knows <laughs> I'm gonna be way more nerdy into the comic book related things of it the cool thing about having Taylor here to talk about it is you're gonna get the basic phone I'm gonna drop right Nope. Uh, uh <laughs> You're going to get the basic, not basic, because it sounds like I'm calling you a basic girl, but um, yeah. the cinematic version only, meaning that you're not really reading the comic books. You're really getting the idea. It's more of of the you,
1: MCU as a whole, yes. not the comic books. I'm not just like random MCU movies. It's, I've got the whole experience, just not the comic book experience, besides what he tells me. Well,
0: I'm saying like, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to come from, come at you with like, Gore, the God Butcher was excellent because I loved him in the comic books, and you're going to be like, I never read the comic books, so... Yeah. So you're going to come at it specifically for saying that she liked the movie, didn't like the movie, didn't like this, like this from a movie only standpoint, whereas, or MCU standpoint, whereas I'm going to come at it being like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like the comic books. And that's cool. That's what well, I'm saying. Yeah, the two different What if, on if com- comic book. But I'm saying like, yes. you know what I mean? Like it's, you're coming at it in two different directions. You're coming at it specifically that you only watch the movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming at it where I read the comic books before I went and saw the movie. Yeah. So it's cool to have that different side of it um adam's kind of like that too when he was on here he has a little less comic book knowledge mm-hmm. of these things as well so it is also not the worst rated marvel cinematic user movie
1: was it the first hulk no oh eternals really the
0: eternals was a 47 percent critic rating on rotten tomatoes
1: you know i actually so, was... not that rotten
0: tomatoes it means much but yeah
1: i thought it was decent like i don't think it was a lot worse in this movie
0: eternals yeah yeah Again, the, the, what we have with the Eternals is you have, or, it's or a new Dark World, introduction. is you have, it's specifically drama with, a, with the MCU yeah. comedy sp- like, you know, spun in there. Spread Whereas this is like, if you actually ask someone, Ragnarok and on this, mm-hmm. what would you say the number one genre is uh, besides superhero Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like the other ones are drama. So when it's bad and it's just drama, <laughs> this has drama, but it mainly is comedy. So you at least get the jokes in there would you liked it or not honestly the jokes are not but you get that so that's, that's yes. why it has that like step above Dark World and step above Eternals is because mm. of that we don't have the rankings and people don't know the rankings but you know Taylor here also doesn't like the Marvels, um, um, um Captain Marvel
1: oh I can't stand that movie Doctor Strange
0: <laughs> so there's uh, some movies that are towards your bottom that are not obviously towards my bottom because
1: we, of certain things but we but do but, have a couple few top ones that are the same yes
0: uh, overarching we're just gonna talk some overarching things on this um, I thought Christian Bale stole the show really uh, oh, he was amazing
1: gobletcher. he's like up there my favorite villains
0: and it's funny because he's done such an amazing job as Batman yeah and I like him from back and every time we talk about Christian Bale on the podcast we talk about the newsies <laughs> show a movie from the years ago which Taylor here hasn't actually seen yet so I know
1: it's one of your favorite movies I've yet to see it
0: yeah we, we wore out the VHS tape as a br- my brothers and I it was funny but
1: i like that he the villain you couldn't recognize him yeah. who he was as an actor and i always find that fascinating of like how they can completely immerse themselves in we'll, the role
0: well like i said, the comic book side of it is some people didn't like the fact that gore looked the way he looked a little that, bit like Voldemort. <laughs> well, they like, rebooked bold- Voldemort in the movie or in the comic books that he. They didn't do that in the movies, and some people, including my brother, were very upset about the fact that he didn't look like that. But I thought he looked great. I thought he looked scary.
1: Mm-hmm. He looked
0: dark. The color came out of him, like at the beginning of the movie when he shows him going up to that.
1: You can see the progression. You see
0: him like faithfully following his god, and then the god letting him down, and letting his mm-hmm. daughter die, and then him getting the necro sword and killing a bunch of people killing mm-hmm. all gods and he became gray almost like he became like the the um death of it all was overtaking yes. him and turning kicking the color out of him uh which was great i think according to taika watiti the movie was like four hours before he cut a bunch of it out
1: i could feel you can feel that in it
0: and i feel like there some more going on with gore would be kind of cool like him actually seeing him kill a few few gods and things like that would be kind of i cool. feel like
1: you need to build up a little bit more of an emotional connection yes mm-hmm. it was very to. Saturday- his, His daughter, daughter died. Dying. And, like, I feel like it could tug on your heartstrings a little bit more. Just a slightly, maybe another minute of backstory mm-hmm. would really push it forward. And then show, as you said, killing. I feel like it's kind of like a, like I I don't know, didn't fulfill a story. Yeah, story,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, he stole the show in a sense. I mean, Chris Hemsworth as Thor is always good. I think he <laughs> plays the character Thor really well. Whether it was, like, Thor 1 or Thor 2 with, like, this serious Odin son, like, you know, Norse god storylines or these comedy related storylines. So they feel like Chris Hemsworth is the kind of character or actor who can play both characters really well. And so I think there's the comedy aspect of it. It's really good. Um, but, but in the end, Christian Bale was the best actor in the movie was mm-hmm. the best person. And he's up there now with, with like probably top five villains to me in the Marvel cinematic universe. You know, you yeah. got obviously going to be a big Thanos fan.
1: Thanos, Mysterio. Mysterio was Always pretty my good. Favorite. And then,
0: um, and uh, yeah, um, so yeah right it was really good with with uh gore the god butcher in that as well uh, i do like how the comedy was there but there was something off about this comedy versus ragnarok's comedy
1: i feel like they tried to make every single clip or every single scene a meme worthy event so mm-hmm. you could piecemeal any part of the movie and it would be meme worthy and i feel like you need to like break those down yep. like the goats. Yes. I, I could live without the goats. Well it's funny I mean, a they lot add of people think line. it's funny
0: and they thought it was great and I thought like even the actors thought it was funny in there. But like to me was that in the um I forget what it was in the in the gods the the room with all the gods there was a few gods that were kind of weird that was like they did it Oh
1: the the Bun. Yes. Yeah, yes. They
0: did it because it was funny but it was like that to me took me out of the MCU. Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense when the goats were doing that thing it's like in my mind i immediately went to the meme yeah it's the meme to me it made me step outside the movie it's what some people are complaining right now about she-hulk is when she talks and breaks the fourth wall and talks to the camera it takes them out of the idea that they're lost in the mcu that this is a different universe when they're talking to the camera it is different we now they now know the camera's there so now i was just just filming a show you know what i mean so like this this scene the goats screaming and the God remove me a little bit and make me go oh well this is the mcu this is not like the ragnarok's humor had just jokes in it was like movie, witty whereas this was like a comedy stand-up special or not kind of like a stand-up special but a sketch show
1: it really felt like it was like the SNL you could feel it was four hours and they cut their favorite parts and i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot more content that would have helped build up build to up, those yeah. moments
0: and in, in i watched since ragnarok and just before this i watched um uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, which is the Taika Waititi movie that he created a number of years ago, and it, it had a lot of the same type of humor that Ragnarok had in it. And so I think they did. A, it was a Taika Waititi movie. It was great. This to me, I don't know. I, they just tried to go too far. I think that they tried to make it a clean version of Deadpool with all the comedy and all that stuff in it. So I think it just went too far. That's all.
1: Yeah, no, it's still a decent movie. I, I, I like the. the great. I like the play. Mm-hmm. I like oh, yeah, the homage is, yeah. back to. The, uh, the Ragnarok,
0: one. with with the uh, Matt Damon playing, in um, there yes, I Chris's think that was and,
1: a good tie in.
0: Uh, and in the beginning of the movie, where Korg, Korg is, first of all, Taika Waititi could play Korg for the rest of his life, <laughs> and I would be happy about that because Korg is like amazing. Um, but he uh, did the narrating in the very beginning, telling you kind of like Thor's story, and hearing Korg narrate. I mean, Taika Waititi's voice is one of my favorite, most it's iconic very voices neat. to me. Uh, having that was amazing. I wrote on here too, "Screaming Goats." I don't know if you saw that when you were. Oh, about I,
1: yours. I said yaks are stupid. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the uh, other really kind of weird thing to me was the relationship you had with his hammer and with um, Stormbreaker, the, the hammer. and I the, found the, the
1: personification slightly off-putting because you didn't have the complete personification no. throughout the other other ones. I liked that he like kind of like cared for it more, mm-hmm. but then the whole talking to it
0: and it was weird. Having
1: a personality it was, it was strange. There,
0: again, there was just. It wasn't needed. In the movie, there was times where you're like, okay, that, or the goats, for example, so they say the mm-hmm. goats. And they did it that one time towards the beginning of the movie, and that's the last time you saw them in the entire movie. Okay. Yes. Funny. Ha ha. Like, you know, same thing with the hammer thing. If you had mm-hmm. a conversation with his hammer and then did this funny thing where it's like he feels like he's cheating on the hammer and all this other stuff, or cheating on Stormbreaker, and that was it, cool. But when they kept on going back to the well and kept on going back to the idea that he didn't have a really good relationship with both he lost his hammer, yada yada yada. it it kind of fell flat for me because it's like okay we did that you did that joke you don't need to come back to the joke again it's over that's my feeling on it
1: yeah no i I found that off-putting i do like how they built up why she could hold the Mm -hmm. hammer it made like i'm a reason person i like to make sure it makes sense even though it's kind of hard with some of these movies they definitely made it it was plausible to me yes in a sense yes that they did a really good job with that, and I felt that was a good move.
0: And I got excited at the beginning that when they when they announced this movie, I announced that Jane Foster, Natalie Portman's coming back as Jane Foster, and I was like, oh, I'm really excited to see her actually get her due because I feel like in the Dark yes. World, they didn't really give her what she did, and even in the first movie, they gave her they basically used her as a as a storyline prop, but not really so deeply into it. And and I feel like they just. And one of the main reasons I don't think she was in Ragnarok is because she just felt like she wasn't getting her due. And then when they put her in this movie, I'm like, oh, I'm excited. And they still didn't. I think they gave her her due because they gave her the idea of being Mighty Thor, which is a comic book straight from the comic books. Yeah. But I still feel like they could have used her better than they used her.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think they made her I mean, more, like, more awkward.
0: I mean, I'm glad they didn't do what a lot of people thought they might do, which was Chris Hemsworth was going to stop being Thor. Yeah. Let her be Thor, and then Jane uh, Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor would be the Thor from future, but they didn't do that, which I'm glad.
1: But more as a non comic book fan, for once, I just want an MC movie with a yeah. love story, story that ends. Last... I know there's Hawkeye and his wife; they're the ones that like the only couple that stayed together, yeah. but it's just it sad. And I feel like they could have at least built up the motion better mm-hmm. towards them, so you f- you feel the loss more when she yeah. dies.
0: Well, I do like is that they they. In Ragnarok, obviously, you know they're not longer together, right? Yeah. They talk about it. They talk about how they broke up. A mutual. It was a mutual breakup. Yeah. Um. Cute. But the sure I, well, yes, mutual something. I'm glad they gave the the little like story of the backline, like the backstory of how they were doing so well together and they were loving each other and that they grew nice. apart and so on. That was cool. I do like that, and that was Korg's um, narrating again, which is pretty cool. I do like how they went with the cancer thing which is what the comic book is the reason why mm-hmm. she you know became thor did a cancer that, but the, the, the thor being a thor is killing her more and faster and yada 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 uh, and the fact that they basically said okay she's dead like well not dead but they don't know if she's actually dead but she does go to valhalla which is the place where gods go yeah so there is this they did her well i think in that aspect of it mm-hmm. i do think that i'm glad that not that i wouldn't like a female thor i'm just glad that they didn't chris Hemsworth is potentially still thor which at the end it says thor will return and he had no idea that that was gonna be there oh really so that's cute we'll see what happens but well i could feel like
1: you can't just kill off or move on all your all your big superheroes because i mean iron man's gone hulk i feel like he's slowly dying out
0: the the problem i'm starting to have and i have no you know me i will probably defend the mcu before i'll defend a lot of things and Mm -hmm. and the problem I'm having right now is we're 10, well, what, 14 years into the MCU. Mm-hmm. We, um, in May, basically, was 14 years since Iron Man 1 came out. Um, 14 years is not a long time in the span of how long Marvel Comics been out. Yes. Like, you know, you're talking in the 60s, you're talking 60 or 70 years, the, the 70 years right now of Marvel of Spider-Man, and so 70 years is a long time that eventually they have to use a new person as Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and so on, and yes. Mighty, the Mighty Thor, and so on. But we're only 14 years into this. So the sucky thing is, is that you can draw someone in a comic book for 60 years and they look identical. Mm-hmm. The problem we have is, A, some actors wanna do something different, yes, and B, they're gonna get older. Well, so you have to do multiverse. this faster. Well, you have to do it faster, faster. and I think that the idea of Captain Sam Wilson be Captain America mm-hmm. with the new Captain America movie. They're doing the changeover. Riri Williams Ironheart is going to be like the new Iron Man, yes. and so on. They're doing Hawkeye with Kate Bishop. Hawkeye. They're doing some of these changeovers, but they don't have to do all of them. If Chris Hemsworth wants to play Thor for a long time and be old, old Thor and, and, and King Thor and all the stuff from comic books, I am very cool with that change. I'm glad they didn't give the realm the reins to Jane Foster and say, cool, Chris Hemsworth is now no longer Thor. I'm glad they made her Thor in this movie. Yes. But didn't finish the movie with her being Thor, basically. Um,
1: I also felt that they did Valkyrie a disjustice. Mm -hmm. She was a badass in the last movie, and I feel like they didn't do anything with her.
0: No, but I think she'll be back, and I think that's one of those things that... She
1: needs her moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they have a lot of people ever since like you put Hulk in the other movie, and you had Loki in Ragnarok, I should say, and then you had Valkyrie, and you have all these people, and then you try to put some of these in this, and then add Jane Foster back. It's like you have like a lot of was, people to talk between.
1: But I feel like she was there solely for the girl Bond part. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
0: I don't know. And in the, in the comic books, Jane Foster at some points becomes Valkyrie too, so there's also that twist in that it didn't do. I will say um, the bait and switch with the Guardians of the Galaxy part at the beginning mm-hmm. was odd too. We're talking about more people in this movie. When you saw the trailer for the movie, you're like, okay, cool. It's going to be... I mean, I even put up and displayed um, the issue of Asgardians of the Galaxy because I thought, well, Thor's going with them, so they're going to be this cool Asgardian-Guardians of the Galaxy kind of blend. Mm-hmm. And the, literally the first, what, five minutes of the movie, you see chris pratt and those people and then all of a sudden they're gone
1: i feel like it was weird i feel like they tried to like give they're, them their two seconds well, to make people happy yeah
0: well they connected the movies basically by connecting the end of a movie a cheap way in a way that like okay they saw them we can you can just say this like we, this time passes you don't need to have this connection between it was just really weird it was like a almost like it was a contractually obligated thing which it wasn't <laughs> but i'm saying like imagine yes. that like oh, yeah, we're going to put you in this movie because we said we put you in X amount of movies and we'll just throw you in the beginning of this movie and move on. Yeah. It was weird because I, when I was reading the previews of this thing, I'm like, oh, Chris Pratt's in this movie. He was <laughs> basically not in the movie. You know what I mean? Um, So, yes, yeah, so the big overarching things, we'll get into some other nitty-gritty things too, is um that it was funny, but maybe almost too at times.
1: It was too much. It just made it less funny. Yeah.
0: It was the idea of what the story could be with gore the god butcher and all that stuff was great i think it just fell off i think everything that was in this movie except for the performance from christian bale and maybe chris Hemsworth, Mm -hmm. was like almost what it could be but then fell short and so that if you add all those together it makes it a 65 percent yes you know what i mean like everything was just not done In, in ragnarok i think everything was done executed perfectly and that's why it got I got that. That's why it gets a critic ninety-three percent.
1: I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's just a hurricane of madness in this movie. Which I mean, going in from loving Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies. Yes. I feel like I was trying to not get my hopes up too much.
0: And you you were excited for it, and you knew you were excited for it, but then it hurt a little bit. Yeah. Afterwards, I could tell we were silent. when I mean, we got in the car. It was like you're like, oh, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I don't know." And we did the right thing. We went to the movie first, and then we were going to go eat so we could talk yes. about it. And we both were like sitting in at the. Taco place and being like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel.
1: Rewatching it solidified my feeling of like, it's a movie I can sit and play on my phone. Well, well here's the other <laughs> thing too.
0: It came out on Thursday, or sorry, Wednesday of last week. No, Thursday because it came out on uh, Disney mm-hmm. Plus day. Um, and the funny thing is, is that we actually watched Cars on the Road with our son pre watching this one. Meaning that, like, to the point where. When it came out on streaming, I was excited to see it again because mm-hmm. I wanted to see it again for the th- reasons, but I wasn't like if we didn't record this podcast, we might have not watched it yet. But that makes yeah, sense yeah probably been that tells you fun. what the movie is in the yes. sense of it when 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 spider man uh, no way Home came out, we immediately watched it on streaming because it was we liked it so much in the theaters. it was like we got to see this now again whereas, right, yes whereas this was like i could take it my. or leave it you know morbius was like that when it's obviously not mcu but it was like i guess i'll watch it at some point you yeah, know this was that same not same it wasn't as bad as morbius morbius is <laughs> horrible but i'm saying like it had that idea that if it's not that good that i would want to watch it on thursday when it drops then it's probably not my favorite mcu movie at all
1: yeah i'll go through and rank it'll be interesting
0: yeah. you know I, ragnarok will obviously be above it but i do think that It's not as good as... Or it's it's better than Dark World. I'll always fight that. Even if Dark World is, like, right below it. Like, they're back-to-back in the rankings, Dark World has to be before it just because of how how many holes are in that movie as well. Um, The gods were weird. Zeus was weird. The Greek accent that Zeus had of... I mean, I I don't know. I just... That was weird. He was
1: Um, off-putting, and I don't know if they meant to do that. I know they're supposed to be, like, gods are bad. And
0: cocky and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. I just didn't like his... The Zeus. I just didn't like that at all. The whole no. part was weird. And how they were so nonchalant about someone's killing a bunch of gods and they're all like, we are selfish and think of ourselves. And it's like, that was just weird. Again,
1: the premise was there. This was just wasn't well ex- executed.
0: Um, the battle, like the graphics, battles were fun. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, the movie overall is an experience that's worth watching. Yes. I think a lot of people will actually disagree with us on that aspect of it because they think it's that bad that they just don't want people to watch it. But I think there's it's still a great movie. I think when you have 20-some-odd movies that come out before it, yes. 18 of those are masterpieces, in my opinion. <laughs> and these, this is not... If this is a standalone movie about the same storyline, same everything, but it had nothing to do with comic books, it might actually have been treated well. I think it's just because you're relating it to... It's getting yeah. to that point in Star Wars. It's getting that point in, in, in well, Lord of the Rings and just, Game of Thrones. If it
1: was taken out of a Marvel yeah. context, yeah. it's a solid, solid yeah. B-minus B-movie. Yes. But you put it in the Marvel movies. It becomes a C. Yeah. C-minus, It's minus, because, yes. it,
0: it's, like I said, you're relating it to all the other movies. When there's four Thor movies, and one of them is one of the best movies that's ever come out, <laughs> it's never going to live up to that. Unless, and we thought it might because it's like it with TV. We thought, okay, he's going to make this movie. He's going to do a good job with it. If you just If you just blueprinted the same thing. Same amount of comedy, same amount of jokes, same amount of themes. Yeah, I don't know what's going fight. through in his head. Yeah, I don't know. He's not going to do another one, supposedly. He needs a break. You know, he just basically, because of the way that it's been reviewed.
1: Really? I mean, so, whatever.
0: Cool. Help him do other things. He's going to do a uh, Star Wars movie. <laughs> yep. He directed an episode of Mandalorian. Yes, I so. Know. I want him to do another movie like fun, for the wilder people. It'd be fun. But like I said, the ba- battles were great. Um... Obviously, we've already spoiled a bunch of things, anyway. So if you haven't seen the movie, it's stupid to <laughs> watch this, listen to this podcast. But um, the ending, so the the traveling, the kids with the with the power of Thor was weird, and he was temporarily give them the power of Thor. <laughs> he was just reminding. I feel the, like that was it was weird, and then the um, the ending way. where yeah. Jane and uh, Thor and Gore were at by the by eternity. I thought the special effects on the eternity thing was really cool mm-hmm. uh, But when they she basically says you can save your daughter, your daughter you can bring your daughter back Was a weird thing and then Thor adopting the daughter it, The whole I don't just it felt like it fell off a cliff at the very end like there's so much more you could have done with Gore with the whole thing and then for some reason we saved the daughter and then the daughter then becomes the reason why it's called Love and Thunder.
1: Well, oh, I kind of thought they needed to... I thought that was just kind of cute to call it Love well, and Thunder. I understand it,
0: but like the movie's called Love and Thunder, and the movie yes. has nothing... At least Ragnarok. The movie's yeah. about Ragnarok happening. True. Love and Thunder literally was like 30 seconds at the end of the movie was why they called it Love and Thunder. And it's adopt Gore's adopted daughter that now is Thor's... I really I want-
1: they wanted to become a dad, but they didn't know how to do it.
0: I don't know. It was very odd <laughs> in that aspect of it.
1: did you know that... Uh, Chris so Chris Hemsworth's daughter is actually his daughter in the movie. Yeah.
0: Which is awesome. I think that's really cool. It's I cool to it's have adorable. her on set and all that stuff too. Um so it's kinda cool that they actually his daughter is his actual daughter. I just thought the idea behind the other thing I want from now on, or some note you mentioned the love stories continuing on. Can we please get a villain that lasts more than one movie other than Thor? No no other than uh Thanos?
1: I meant Thor. I meant Thanos. Other than
0: Thanos? The thing about a movie is yeah. that it was basically at the end of the movie, the, movie, the person's either put in prison or it doesn't exist anymore. It's like a villain for the movie or a villain for the TV That's show. Throwaway I mean,
1: villains. Now I understand that. I,
0: it doesn't have to be forever. But mm-hmm. can you have it be that Gore survived this and ends up in Quantumanium with Ant-Man and then then dies or something mm-hmm. along those lines? Or I, I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be this more continuation-like thing. Because, I mean villains in the comic books last from series to series and crossover and all that. I don't know. It just would be kind of cool if they actually ended up doing that.
1: Um, what if they made a villain that was a love interest?
0: <laughs> I would love a villain's movie. Right? No? Yeah. Um. Continuing on. I think we've gotten most of it. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add to this movie? I mean, we don't have to have a huge, super long podcast with this one.
1: No, I really... We talked about the. We basically have the same points. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but I put the gods were kind of weird, and I feel like I've always liked that mythology type Mm -hmm. of stuff in the movies. And I hate to relate it to Percy Jackson, but I feel like they were better gods. (laughs) It
0: also is cool because this is a movie you actually get, quote unquote, gods. Whereas if you think about all the other ones, were Norse mythology stuff, and there's no ever been a relationship to gods until. Like even the Eternals, it wasn't really gods. They are gods, but it wasn't. They didn't mention yes. gods, and this one was the first one. They're like gods, and which was kind of cool in that aspect of it. But yeah, there were it was a weird connection to all of them. But in the post credit scene, we are going to get Hercules, uh, who's played by Ted Lasso. Not Ted Lasso, but Brett Goldstein yes. from Ted Lasso, which is one of our favorite shows. Oh,
1: when are they? When are they coming back? I don't know,
0: soon. Um, and so that's pretty cool. We saw Hercules on that, so there'll hopefully be some more Hercules action. And that Zeus is not actually dead, either.
1: I don't know if they can live up to, what, the Disney animated Hercules? Like, they're from my childhood. It's better than
0: The Rock. I love The Rock. The Rock can't do anything wrong, except for the movie Hercules. He's he only is. allowed to
1: do heist movies. Yes. And, like, those cool movies. Or with movies. stuff with
0: Chris. Not Chris. Um, Kevin Hart. Yes, but...
1: Um, no, I am excited for that. I'm kind of afraid after how this god thing went. but Yeah,
0: I mean, next up we have, uh, not one of your favorites, but Black Panther is next. So that would be fun. I think they'll do better. I think Brian Coogler's second chance, like Taika Waititi did his second chance on this will be better than Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi kind of didn't do what mm-hmm. he should have done. And I feel like Brian Coogler is going to do what he should do with Black Panther 2, which is yes, cool. Yes,
1: I I'm excited can that imagine one. them not to do that. And right.
0: then we have uh, Ant-Man in 2000. 23 the beginning of 2023
1: i gotta say this phase of the mcu is kind of my least i'm not excited for anything of yeah. it.
0: well this is the end this is phase four is ending with black panther 2 wakanda forever and then it's going into phase five which is man, man. ant-man should be fun i, I
1: think, wasn't a big fan of Man. but i think movies. it's different
0: i think this is gonna be a good Kang's, I love gonna, be Red, it. Kang's but... gonna be in it it's gonna be great so i like that the other um post-credit scene if anybody didn't watch or didn't see it is Um, Jane Foster going to Valhalla and seeing Heimdall which is really cool because I think Heimdall, Idris Alba is one of my favorite actors of all time anyway but Heimdall as the character was really cool so seeing that was really awesome as well Um, but yeah I think I have all my notes pretty much summed up we don't have to go over every single part of the movie Um, it's worth watching it's what Adam and I started doing for a while there too on these podcasts which was saying to people there's like like a thumbs up versus thumbs down okay and The thumbs up versus thumbs down is wait for it to come in streaming or watch it in your house mm-hmm. or get to the movie theater and watch it opening night. That's like your thing. Like, Yes. And I feel like this is one of those ones that was would have been okay for us. We wouldn't have been able to do it. Oh, we wouldn't no. have seen it. But <laughs> if it wasn't such a Ragnarok follow up we would have waiting to watch it streaming is okay. Like Anybody who didn't see it in the theaters and you're going to watch it in your own home I'm okay with that. That's what I am saying. No Way Home you should have gone to the theaters and seen that. You know, Ragnarok is a theaters movie, not because it's the the, yeah. the experience. I'm just saying is that like you got to rush to go see it. Yes, this is one of those movies that some people, even Paul, my friend who owns a comic book store, uh, well, you know him. Everybody else knows him too. He'll be on more <laughs> too. Um, is he waited to see it as streaming? Oh, and really? so, so like he watched it the other night. He wasn't very excited about it. But <laughs> um, but overall, I think they, again, if you just take it as a solo individual movie, it's a good movie. If you add it into the scheme of the Marvel Cinematic Universe it falls falls off a cliff because it's not as good as the other amazing 10 15 movies that are in there.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how what it did for the plot line to continue the MCU. I think it went Yeah. It well I think really phase four early. has been there.
0: I think phase four was a break, like a guy kind of, not a break, it seems weird to say that, but like a break to interconnectivity and pursuing and furthering the storyline that we're gonna get in phase five. I think we're hopefully going to finish off with a bang with Black Panther. I'm ex- really excited for Black Panther, way more than I was excited for the first Black Panther. I and, yeah. and you're not super excited when we do a rewatch to rewatch Black Panther, but I think this movie's going to be different. something to do with, with which sucks because it's the first one without Chadwick Boseman, but like... I know. Namor <laughs> going to be in there and all those things. I think there's just some cool things coming up on that. Yeah. Um, what else is coming up? So Ant-Man excited for that Guardians of the Galaxy that's the other one so maybe you'll be back I'm afraid after this maybe you'll be back for that one maybe we'll do Guardians of the Galaxy preview and review of the first two and then we'll watch that and then you can do that one too and I was thinking um, Paul's gonna come on and do the preview to um, Black Panther I believe it is or watch Black Panther and do the preview. And then I think we'll probably have him back to do the review of Black Panther Wakanda Forever because he went, you know, that kind of thing. Yes, yes. Um, you're also, you also going to come back in December. Well, you'll be here in the house, but like, you'll come back on the podcast I'll be in believe.
1: December. <laughs> I was like, I usually I can hear you podcasting, but it's a while because do, you do them on Mondays now.
0: I do them. And then, yeah, it's also, I mean, it's a little more sound resistant in here. I can you're, I know, you but talk it's loud. different than the bedroom. When, we were, when I was in the bedroom or in my office in there. True. This is a office now. Which my garage um, <laughs> But otherwise it was Like I said Taika Waititi Go check out his other movies They're really good And I obviously watch Ra- uh, Ragnarok over this one But it Wait, was Wait we didn't w- talk about his singing a, With watching Wh- Who's singing Oh <laughs> Taika Waititi He wrote a song in it And it was the, Again I will say that Best One of the best things about this movie Is again The soundtrack was good It wasn't Guardians 1 or Guardians 2 Or Thor Ragnarok It, or, was,
1: it was solid But it was
0: solid Great some classic movies uh, Guns and Roses And stuff like that <laughs> And it which was really cool um, It would be cool to have it on vinyl you're not it's not your favorite music
1: nope
0: we have black panther on vinyl i
1: like that one yeah Wait, no, do i put that one no i put yeah. um do you put black panther? i think that's the one i like the most out yeah. of all of it to be yeah. honest no well no i like um, guardians of the galaxy, of galaxy. Yeah. i put black panther on quite often this uh
0: spider-man spider-verse, spider-verse one's pretty spider-verse. good you excited for that one. Second second spider-verse movie comes out next year yeah I have to keep her apprised on when things are coming out. You're supposed to be doing in family think, calendar. I don't think that Taylor's going to be very excited to see Werewolf by Night. No. That trailer didn't excite you.
1: Oh, it was the one I stopped looking
0: at. Secret Invasion seemed like you liked it, though.
1: Yeah, I like the whole premise behind it. Yeah. And I know it's one of your favorite plot lines. Yeah. So I need to get excited for it for you.
0: But Werewolf by Night was definitely going to be a different... Oh, no. And that's why it's called the special presentation. It's called like a special thing it's his own it's not a movie it's, it's not a tv show it's gonna be cool it's gonna be unique and different which is exciting um and the um composer for or the musician composer for the spider-man movies is the co-director of that which pretty, pretty cool interesting yeah never. <laughs> did you have fun i did have fun yeah you sure yes you want brownies now taylor made us brownies yeah i want brownies you want brownies now
1: not the fun brownies, just regular brownies. Yeah, regular brownies. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, so with Adam being gone uh, for a while now, now Adam's welcome back anytime. We love him to death. I, I text him uh, daily and it's exciting to get him back. But for the foreseeable future, I was going to call someone a co-host, but I think I'm just going to do this solo with guest co-hosts um, probably for the rest of the year. Uh, we'll, we'll get back into the swing of things after a couple of up and down weeks with COVID and with holidays and all that crap that's coming out i will say that i tried in 2020 well 21 to 22 the year the one year of capes and tights i tried to do one every single week no matter if i was on vacation or whatever but 2022 into 2023 i think any monday holiday vacations uh christmas thanksgiving new year's fourth of july all those things will be skipped so i think i have planned for 47 I think that's
1: normal for podcasts
0: 47 i think i have planned for the next year whereas Instead of 50-something. So at what point
1: do we have Nova on as a co-host? Yeah, right. He'll just say car. He'll just
0: take everything off the back shelf over here. He'll show them. Put the movies in the trash. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, next week, Jabron Graham is coming on, who owns a bookstore in downtown Bangor, to talk Rogue One and to preview Andor, which she'll be okay with. She'll be excited for that. You liked Rogue One.
1: Yeah, actually, that was one of my favorite ones.
0: Star Wars movies. And then uh, after that, we have... She-Hulk coming up, a review of She-Hulk with Paul's coming up there soon. I mean, after that series is over. Uh, my friend Amanda, uh, Come Up With Creator, is going to come on and talk to the podcast. Uh, so the future looks like either a guest guest, Come Up a Creator or something like that, or co-hosted by Paul or Gibran mainly, those two, and then you. And then I'll, I'll have a couple guys. solo ones. So, but um, they're excited to come on and fill this, the, the, the large seat for adam and that that doesn't mean that he's a large man i mean he's in the big shoes to fill as and he's a pretty good co-host for the podcast so he'll be back at some point hopefully and if not we'll just run it right it solo right so no okay. no. Nope. Nope. Um, follow us on instagram facebook and twitter and go to capesandtights.com for way more content than just our podcast uh articles and so on so uh yeah this has been the keeps and tights podcast this is taylor say hi taylor hi no you should say hi taylor <laughs> I
1: can say bye. bye. How about that? Makes a little bit more That's sense. Okay. Say
0: bye, and I'm Justin, and uh, yeah, this is my wife. This is my trophy wife right here. She puts up with my shit.